There is no fulfillment without productivity. And to be productive, you have to assess what God is saying concerning your purpose. Sometimes frustration is as a result of the deficiency of purpose consciousness. Sometimes you are using power where you are supposed to be using wisdom. It makes people know that there's something wrong with your life. Lack of wisdom will always cost you. God is not disconnected from your daily activities. If you're a teacher, his wisdom wants to show your teacher. If you're a businessman, his wisdom wants to show your business. Most of the time, we're the one that's not permitting it. Let's have a seat. Wisdom for the next level, part one. Wisdom for the next level, part one. This took me a time to come to this conclusion because when it comes to the end of the year like this, I think the most sensitive part of my life is around the end of the year. So um, the end of the year for me is the most sensitive part of the year because how you end the, a year um, determines how you start the new one. It determines how you start the new one. It's a pity that most people are carried away around the end of the year with uh, noise, with uh, ceremonies, with celebrations, with um, 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 activities, all right? I believe um, God wants us to be sensitive to him every part of the year. Um, but then, um, I think for me, uh, that might be different for you. Your own might be the beginning of the year. All right? The beginning of the year for me is not as important as the end of the year. Number one, I'm sensitive to things that I'm supposed to tidy up. I'm sensitive to things that I'm supposed to walk. I'm sensitive to things that I'm supposed to enjoy that I've not enjoyed that year. And at the same time, I'm so much concerned about uh, going into the, um, um, the, the new year. All right? What and what are the things God really have in stock for me. And not, not just for me, uh, for the ministry. And that is not because I am a minister of the gospel uh, or I'm a pastor. Um, that should be for everyone. That should be for everyone. Um, you know, Bible says the man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Um, so what that means is that what you feel your hungry uh, stomach or what you drink when you're thirsty is not as important as what God is telling you. That's what the Bible says that a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. It's not saying that's not important, but the, the words that comes out of God's mouth is more important. Every word that comes out of God's mouth that proceeds, you know, um, of God's mouth. And I'm, I'm careful with the word every because it looks like you shouldn't miss out on any. Are uh, you getting what I'm saying? He said, by every word, uh, Matthew 4, 4, Luke 4, 4, by every word that comes or proceeds from God's mouth. And so when I'm talking about next level, <clears throat> um, you see, I, I am careful when it comes to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, where they have things in place, they hardly talk about prosperity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Um, there are probably nations, so I've tried to look at it that there, it's not impossible that there are countries where 
government to an extent is a bit responsible. The systems are working. Um, you can just work hard and hang and live average life. Are you get what I'm saying? So uh, you don't need to bother yourself about um, a lot of things. Um, the health system is working to an extent and all that. Although they too they have to depend on God, you know. Um, but then I look at the balance of the message. It's one of the things God is calling my attention to next year, that if someone from that region listens to my message, I hope they will not be wondering, um, um, why is this man focused on poverty? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the same thing I am telling you, um, if I say I have healing ministry, people have sickness problem everywhere. But our X system that take care of a level of sickness challenge. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you focus, if I focus and I so much, you know, healing, 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 ah, it might look like there's something wrong with, with where this man is coming from. Even though sickness is a general problem. Poverty also seems general, but it's just that there are responsible systems, or there are systems that some nations have put in place to be able to arrest it. I'm telling you about wisdom as touching, that I'm gleaning, as touching, dishing out the will, the teaching, the plan of God for our lives. Are you getting what I'm saying? Jesus said, I came to preach to the broken hearted, to, to heal the broken hearted. Do you remember? Everything is captured in Jesus' vision to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the broken-hearted, to, do you get what I'm saying? Everything there is, there are certain things you don't have to struggle and bother your head about. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like I told the diaspora people, I said, henceforth you will not get me weekly again. It's monthly. It's then you will understand what it means to always have me around. And I told them, I said, how you will see it as proof is that even in the center that I pastor to get me, in the center that I pastor. So for you to know what I'm teaching you, hi, I've started acting on it. It's not, it's what I believe in so much because Bible really deal with the matter of wisdom. All right? I am concerned about when we say next level, what is the definition of next level? I said all that to say, I said all the, you know, if you focus on riches, somebody will be wondering, this person must have a poor mentality or probably God has delivered him and he needs to help some people. But everything was captured in the message and the vision of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. I have to be saying those verses now because most people in church, 90% don't know Bible. Don't know Bible. It's even worse when you are now being given a leadership position or ministry position, deacon, you are an elder, you are a pastor, and you know nothing in the scripture. In Yoruba, uh, is it palace, they call it or whatever. In Yoruba palace, they say that it's the children of the powerful that are always lazy. Yes, I remember in those days in Anglican church, when we, when we, when we were being preached, they were preaching to us stories. And those ones would just come with their opinions. They would, lose, they would use scripture, but most of the time it would be stories on stories, this and this, and rebook people and just, you know, we're not really extracting the juice of the revelation of God's word. So I made up my mind. 
to, to, to focus on feasting on the world. And I remember a priest. He's now the vicar of my home church. Then he was a curate, like a young priest. He told me, he said, the way you are going, you should go to theological school. I said, come to my house. You will see theology there. And one day he visited our family. I said, you know, I told you that you see theology in my house. What was in my room? A table and a chair. And on that table were about six different Bibles. Six different Bibles. His word was not as popular like this then, where you can open five translations and five versions at the same time. I gave God's word a priority. 2001, I was giving money the December like this. So my dad only buy clothes twice in a year, December and Easter. This is nothing concerning with any other time. So in the December, just like being the only son, so we used to have the same cloth. Um, what you call 1,500, you know, or Babariga like it's called. So, and they know that I have preference. Number one, my clothes must not be transparent. You can't be seeing my chest through my clothes. You can't, there are certain things I grew up eating because the crave for godliness will not make you comfortable with certain things. That's number one. Number two, etc. Let me not bother you with that. So they were forced to give me, because they've made such mistakes before, and they found out that I didn't use it. They were forced to give me the money. 5,000, I can't forget. 2,001. And I saved it. I kept it somewhere. Till October 2002, when I will be going for a conference called FAC Conference, Evangelical Fellowship in Anglican Communion, because some, sometimes some of these stories, if they are not shared with you, you won't know the level of the seriousness. Evangelical Fellowship in Anglican Communion Conference at Onicha, at Onicha, Anglican Church, one big Anglican Church there. I got there. What was my intention? I went with the 5,000 because things were always cheap in that, in that uh, conference. So I have gone to Yola, I've gone to Kaduna, I've gone to those conferences, have seen things that are cheap and I couldn't afford them. So I kept the money. So when everybody was wearing their clothes, I was looking at them. I was consoled because I was in charge of some money. So when I went there, guess what I looked for? I searched and searched the whole of the market of the conference because there is a Bible I've heard about. And that Bible is called Dick's Annotated Bible. It is a big, the largest print. Unfortunately for me, when I got it, I think it was 4,800 or 5,000. I bought it. I was so glad. My friends were looking at me. They, they, they are not in ministry now. I mean, <laughs> everybody will have to buy things that looks like where they are going. Or that we hate. Are you getting the direction they are going? Some bought time. Probably they are a corporate world now, or they are farming. I bought Bible. I'm telling you, these things are things that will have been instilled or probably penetrated your heart early. Early. That is why our next year is going to look like it's how you are handling today. It's how you are handling today. Ministry doesn't jump on people. 
Success doesn't jump on people. Somewhere in the corner of your heart, you give more priority to certain things than certain things. Those things you give more priority for, check the motive, is what will happen in your life. That motive is what will happen in your life. So I took the Bible. I was dancing. I was glad. Everybody that followed me to that conference, I'm not sure. Some are probably in theological, they are reverent, whatever. I'm not sure. Well, let's not talk. But I, I, I took it because materials were not as important to me. And when I started devouring it, I was different from my peers because there were certain things that I got to know in that place. You can imagine back then in Anglican, for you to have where you are hearing stories, not all priests are like that. And you suddenly have access to the archive of some people's documented revelation, connecting scriptures with scriptures. And I will pray. And sometimes it will take me two and a half hours and three hours to sit down with the scripture. Now, I pray I get that kind of time. For three hours, I'm just with the scripture. But I found out whether I like it or not, I have to, I have to get it. If it means me not being in church on Sunday morning, is, is that important to me? Um, the privacy is more important than the public to me. And according to the scripture, people are, people are rushing to get into the public to go and do what? And you don't really have a very good pride. That's why people live fake life. It's not only young believers that do that. Even some believers, you know, you try to put up a front and um, uh, you put up a face. And, um, you know, I was still telling them at the summit in the diaspora yesterday that it's, it's, it's something else is happening in the reality and you are pushing out something else on social media. But I have to look for someone that is a cop. You don't behave like this. Solve your problem and go back to... It doesn't mean you go to social media and be crying. But solve your problem. If you are crying and you are smiling on social media, it solve your problem. Stop, stop crying. Uh-huh. When you start smiling in the private, then go and be smiling on the social media. It's better. Everybody try to put their best and even beyond their best. Uh, so don't be under prayer. Praise God. You must treasure privacy. I'm going to be speaking wisdom throughout. It might not be part of points that I give you. Treasure privacy. But I've said it in passing now. Is that clear? Uh-huh. You must have a proper priority. Your priority must be well set. Your priority must be well set. So when I look at next level, what does next level denote? What does next level connote, rather? For some of you, it might not be riches and wealth. For some of you, it's productivity. You will find that in this church, I, I put emphasis, I... I I make sure that this is a premium thing to be productive in life. There is no fulfillment without productivity. And to be productive, you have to assess what God is saying concerning your purpose. Why am I here? 
Why am I here? If you know who you are, then why am I here is next. If you have resolved the question of identity, then the question of purpose is next. The question of assignment. So what am I supposed to be doing here? Can you imagine Jeremiah being a, being a mechanic, mechanic, um, a mechanic uh, engineer, Jeremiah? Can you imagine Jeremiah who prophesied in the Bible as a mechanic engineer? You can't. You will be struggling as a mechanic. You will be struggling because you've not been wired to do so. So sometimes frustration is as a result of the deficiency of purpose consciousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Uh, respond. It's as a result of the deficiency of purpose consciousness. So when I say next level, for some of you, is for purpose discovery. For some of you, is for productivity, now that you have discovered your purpose. For some of you, is another dimension of identity consciousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? For some of you, is prosperity. That is, you have to prosper in that which God has committed into your hand. Are you getting what I'm saying? For some of you, is bliss all the way, increase all the way. Because you have become fruitful, God now wants to multiply you. You see, fruitfulness can start in 2023 and multiplication is waiting in 2024. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, by all means, you must be thinking of next level. What next? Oh, Lord, what's next? What's next? What next? What else will you have me do? Who else will you want to, how else do you want me to live my life? What other things are you demanding of me? Do you know that? How, what, what other things? Like, for example, if not because by the spirit of God, by the spirit of prophecy at the LCPC, I made that pronunciation of that amount of money. You know the funny thing? There's a way you can continue to do set goals and do budgets around within the same thing that you are doing because you can just be going around the same cycle until God does open your spirit up. Uh, no, no, no. Why? 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 Why are you struggling with Lagos? I'm thinking of three other branches in Nigeria. Why are you struggling? I'm thinking of you opening your business in Singapore. Are you getting what I'm saying? And what you never think or you never thought you could achieve came to your spirit because God opened you up to it. And then you find out that that changes your budget. It changes your clothing, changes your appearance, changes everything about you, what you study, how you have to go and learn. Probably you have to start interacting with Singaporean now. I don't know what that's what they are called, you know. How, maybe you have to start interacting with Hausa, you know, other ethnic groups. Do you get what I'm saying? Because there's now a demand that changes the course of everything. I just don't like mediocrity and normalcy. I don't like it. If you have done something for three months, there should be a change after. I don't know, I guess what I'm saying. I, I, there is such a thing that is extraordinary for believers when it comes to spiritual intelligence. It's beyond taking initiative. And I'm so, so surprised and amazed at times that believers struggle with taking initiatives. I'm not even talking about spiritual intelligence. 
There is such a thing as extraordinary intelligence of the spirit, where your spirit is anointed, your mind is anointed, to think at the level of the frequency of heaven, or to think the thought of God concerning a matter, that is how believers should be operating. But I'm still surprised interacting with certain people to find out that even taking the normal initiatives that you have been empowered to take, going to schools, those things are not done. They are not done. They are not done. And wisdom is not a function of age. You see sometimes 10 years old, wiser than 15 years old. You see sometimes 25 years old, wiser than 40 years old. Are you getting what I'm saying? They say a fool at 40 is a fool forever. Look, if you are a fool consistently, even at 20, 25, 20, if you are a fool consistently, you are rehearsing for forever foolishness. You are rehearsing. It's not just a fool at 40. That's not biblical. But what they meant by that is that if you have been foolish almost all your life, till you're 40, ah, it's not, there's no hope again. I say, there's no hope again. Praise God. Somebody say, I refuse to be fool. Say, I refuse to be a fool. Say, I refuse to be foolish. Uh-huh. So what you are saying indirectly is, I receive wisdom. Is that clear? Next level is a new season of productivity. Impact and the expression of God's blessings. Next level is a new season of, I mean, you must be crying for it. You must desire it. Else you will not appreciate this teaching. See, if you have been able to make 100 this year, I'm just using 100, no trader, you must be thinking of a 1,000. Don't even think of just doubling it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your desire must be strong. Your, ah, I, 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 I just pray God help me to be able to pour this thing into your spirit. <laughs> I have said some things jokingly that whatever doesn't work around me, I get rid of it, right? Maybe you have heard me talk about that. I'm telling you, get to a house, you will not see things that are not working. That I'm not using. Singlet. Is that I'm using it to, to clean as a rag? That it, there must be a purpose why something is kept in my house. You know, one of the wisdom God told me, you know, this next year, I want to reduce what I say, even in my message. Stop keeping people that are useless around you. That life is blunt. The only thing they are hoping to get is what you give them. They have no precious, treasurable contributions to the advancement of your life and destiny. And as I'm telling you this, stop keeping them around you. They can even be a biological family member. They can be a spiritual family member. You see, sometimes when I look at the book of Proverbs, it's not, I don't believe that proverb is written. It might look like it's a general humanity challenge that is addressing. But if you check it, it talks about the wicked and the just, the righteous and the unrighteous. Is that not? So the unrighteous part, the unrighteous people will pick it. 
But he also talked about the, the wise and the foolish. Do you remember? Uh-huh. So you see, this part of the wise and the foolish, both are in the kingdom. The wicked is not expected to be in the kingdom because by the virtue of redemption and recreation, you now have the spirit of God in you. But there's a dimension of the book of Proverbs that addresses congregation. And what's the demography of the congregation? The foolish and the what? And the wise. He addresses the foolish so that they can be wise and he addresses the wise so that they can be wiser. Are you getting what I'm saying? There must be certain conclusion you are making as this year is rounding up. I told some people to leave this church this year. I am going to say more next year. Because you will become a problem if your life is not progressing. I would recommend other places where you will see fire and your life will not but have to progress. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because I love you that much not to keep you. Because you have become so redundant. Complacent. We have to be a bunch of people that are going somewhere causing things to happen. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> you see, another part of wisdom is being strict with who say what in this church next day. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't sing when you don't want to sing. You don't lead prayer when you don't earn it. It's not, it's not, a, no, it's not an entitlement thing. You have no entitlement to nothing. Everything is by privilege. If I am here by privilege, nobody is here without being by privilege. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's no, there's no, if I'm here by privilege, and I am here by privilege. Some people have seen the traces of it, SLPC, and uh, before SLPC, me taking certain decisions and all that. Uh, that's just a riaza. Another one I'm saying in passing is that next year is a serious year. So you have to call the seriousness inside you out. Call it, all this is I'm telling you, I didn't write it down. Is by the spirit. Is a serious. Stop working with those serious people. All they know about is how to consume. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. All they know about is how to what? Consume. Nobody has ever come to you to discuss the, the advancement of your personal business. Ah, you know, I was checking something. I saw a book that you can read that will help you. Or I was reading something. I know that's your own area. I was scrolling through the internet. I found out this information. I think it will bless you. Do you get what I'm saying? That is what is called a gathering of believers, the saints. How can somebody live and is connected to you and there is nothing aiding the fulfillment of your own life from the person? Nothing resourceful at all coming from the person. Let me talk to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, next year, get serious. See, if you have not been seeing Riazas this year, 
I might not probably be qualified to be talking to you like this. I was talking to the diaspora, and they asked me a series of questions. So there are some questions they thought about because of some people who have been inactive, some because of the load of their work, some because of their work, whatever. The devil pays people more during service to work in companies. Some of you don't know what poverty has done to you. The devil pays people more on Sunday morning in some of those countries. He says, $20 per hour as you work uh, during the week, but the extra one is $60 per hour. You see people abandoning the gathering of brotherhood, the brethren, because of $20 or extra $40. And by the time they do five hours, that's $200. $200. So there are too many believers now who are living like Esau. Trading away their birthright, their purposeful future, their glorious future. Sometimes we walk as if we are the one taking care of ourselves. From that, there's a consciousness in us that really shows that our trust is in the income, not God. Because that's why there's no massive breakthrough. If there is a massive breakthrough, you have touched something depth in God. That God is only your source, your sustainer, and the one you trust. Your job is a channel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you still here? Praise God. So I believe next year for you will be a glorious year of productivity. Can you say a bigger amen? amen? It will be a year of impact. Amen. A year where you will see the expressions and manifestations of God's blessings amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. A change in the natural season is a product of a change or shift in the spiritual. So don't say, well, Monday, the last day of the year, is the same thing as Monday in October. You are joking. A change in the natural season, a change between winter and summer, cold and heat. Are you getting what I'm saying? Dry season and rainy season. It's significant. When there is a change from dry season to to rainy season, don't you feel different? Uh, If your feeling is different, then there is a shift that has taken place in the spirit. That is the truth. According to the scripture, he promises he will give them rain. The first rain, the latter rain. The first rain is for planting. The latter rain is for harvest. So that means if there's no rain at all, there's no planting and harvest. That's what happened to them in Israel. Do you remember? During the time of Ahab. And there was famine. So now, the year is changing. In God's agenda, 2023 is different from 2024. Don't say, well, we're the one that is doing and on the whatever, whatever you call it, you know. Jewish calendar starts from April. Everybody have all kinds of calendar. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, what you see, the significance is the change 
in the season. Not because men make it so, but because something has shifted in the spirit. And there's a way things shift in the spirit, and there are people who refuse to shift with it. When, when Elijah said, Here, go up, eat and drink. Is that what it says? And there are people who are Ahab. They will be eating and drinking. Whereas there are people who are Elijah's who will be praying and seeing the end of God and be hearing the sound of the abundance of rain and prepare for it. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. There are people next year that this will just suddenly happen to. There are people that will have seen it afar off and address it, prepare. There are certain funding, um, economic recession, and all those things that you cannot pray against. <laughs> you can't pray against certain pandemic and certain, no matter how anointed, how, how prophetic or apostolic you are, I don't care. Because if God has said that things will be like this in the end of days, you can't shift God's prophecy. You can't nullify it. You can't neutralize it. God's prophecy. You can only align yourself, you understand, to enjoy the blessings there and to avoid the causes and the negative things there. Are you getting, are you here? Praise God. So next year, I am telling you by the Spirit of God, the first six months may be thorough, thorough, tough, difficult, difficult. In fact, I will personally advise you to sow and save. I hope that is clear. Less of spending. If possible, right from now. Less of spend, very less of spending. So and what? I say. So I say. I know what I'm talking about. So less of spending, more of saving, and what? Sowing. Don't try to impress anybody. There's nobody you are. I don't know whether this is a human here or, or goat here or a Brazilian here or a synthetic. Is it synthetic they call it? That's man made, right? I don't know. And is a man that will marry you? Or is he a woman? A man. Now, listen to this. Because men don't know the difference. Because men don't use it. You see, what you recognize is what you use. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what I'm telling you. Even men that use shirts, some of them buy 12 for 25,000. They can't recognize this. They can't. They, it might even look like their own. So, and there are many in Nigeria. So who are you impressing? Are you getting what I'm saying? Am I against costly shit like, no, I am worth it. But when I come here with the one of 30,000, do you know? You don't know. I was speaking to somebody. He said, I like this, your suit. And the person told me, he said, ah, it's Akube. I said, what's Akube? I said, what's Akube? Ah, <laughs> a follow up. <laughs> Before he opened up, I said, I'd like to get what he said, Pastor, you can't get this. <laughs> ah, 
He was sincere with me. He said, Pastor, you can't get this. It is a kube. I saw someone say, nice shirt. I said, this is a nice shirt. I touch it because they, I have taste. So I said, this is nice shirt. You know, this thing you call a kube, they are original in their place. And the people always do the best for them. May God deliver Africa in Jesus' name. They always do the best for themselves there. That doesn't mean there are no pure people and less good things. He said, Pastor, you can't use this thing. I said, you don't mean it. I like the wool. I like. There's nobody you are pleased. Everybody can see what you build. Am I saying you shouldn't dress well? No. But at your level, you can dress well and not wound your future. Are you getting what I'm saying? So many wisdom that believers are not are, are living aside. The day I was this by week was the day myself and the lady were going, they were doing a like a trade fair or something. So somebody display week and blah blah blah. I, I was even surprised. Is this um, uh, what people wear on their head that they display like this? It looks like the head of people are being displayed. You know what I did? I went there with her, and then it was a long time ago. She was surprised how much is it? Say five thousand. I said, eh? Ten thousand. Eh? Ah. You know the one I thought is the most costly is the one they sold for ten thousand. Ah! So when I saw the ones that are really costly, two hundred, three hundred. To me, they are not even fine as the one that, do you get what I'm saying? So I asked, I said, what is the problem? They now told me, they said, no, it's women that want that. that we, they told me that, we know that men don't know the difference, but it's women to women that we communicate with the, I said, you have talent, you. You are oppressing your fellow, you are oppressing your fellow women with 300,000 300, era here. A whole two-month salary of somebody. <laughs> Egonio, Prisco. <laughs> but if you have the money, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Because that could bring a little, little fulfillment, a satisfaction to your heart as a result of compensation for the work and the labor you have done. When you start having things that there is no satisfaction in your heart and you glorify God, that is as a result of the labor that you have put forth, that means there are things you stole or manipulated to get. But if something comes as a result of your own intelligence and satisfaction from your heart or labor of your hands, Bible says in all labor there is what? Profit. Then your mind is free. If you are still here, can you say Amen. So next level is your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. So when seasons are changing, God is implementing things. And wisdom is key. Somebody say wisdom is key. Wisdom is key. You know, Jesus has two dimensions. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. 
The two basic dimensions that solve problems in Jesus is power and wisdom. Look at it. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. You know, in studying this, I almost said, can I have a wisdom conference? So I am looking at next year to teach extensively on the wisdom of God. The first set of series. You know, I said wisdom for next level now. That one will be another thing entirely. But to those who are called both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. You see that? Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So you see the two. The weakness of God means power. Are you getting what I'm saying? The foolishness of God means wisdom. And Bible says the foolishness of God is wiser than men. So which one would you rather prefer? Is it the wisdom of men or the foolishness of God? Praise God. Uh, you have to choose the foolishness of God. But in God, he's just using this to describe certain things, that in God there is no foolishness. So that means the least of the least operational wisdom in God is wiser than the highest operational wisdom of man. That's what he's saying. Did you get it? Uh, so now when I say wisdom for next level, we're talking about the wisdom of God. Is that clear? Yes. So there are two dimensions. So, but you see, in this side of the world, we glorify power. Ah! And we don't know. We are missing out on wisdom. We're missing out on wisdom. Because we glorify power. There's nothing wrong in believing in God's power and it works. Okay, which one will you prefer? You get to your house now. It has happened to me before that I got home. I don't know. You see, I have keys everywhere. You know, I have keys everywhere. For example, my second car, you can take it out without entering my house. My second car. I can be that strategic. So I don't know what happened. So people can go to my house. I enter without breaking the door. So now God revealed to me that power is demonstrated to break the lock. Wisdom is demonstrated to unlock the lock. Now, so one day I got to, I couldn't find keys in strategic places. Probably I dropped my car with somebody. I said, I couldn't, I, on one, I just, boom! I mean, door not Of his own accord, praise God. <laughs> If anybody saw me, they will know something is definitely wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But you see, anytime I go home and I use key, people know that nothing is wrong. So sometimes you are using power where you are supposed to be using wisdom. It makes people know that there's something wrong with your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you use a padlock and you force it to open with power, you know that padlock will be useless? You know it will be useless. Thank God, because I use jam lock. It never remained the same, but it's still usable. I still use it like that. <laughs> because lack of wisdom will always cost you. That, whether the jam lock is sold for 3000 or 4000 is money. 
Lack of wisdom will always cost you. I was supposed to buy X there. BMW. I had the money. The person wanted to sell it. Nice car. If you know BMW, X there. Big. Lovely. I know ladies will like it more. Because it has a shape that ladies will really appreciate. And I needed an SUV that is like that for a good way, I mean, for a good presentation, something like that. If God has not presented me, what am I presenting? I, so I spoke to somebody. He said he was going to get me a BMW mechanic. I was looking for a mechanic first before I buy. Wisdom. I called the mechanic first time, he didn't pick. Second time, he didn't pick. That's the end of the purchase. That was the end of the purchase of the vehicle. This vehicle was used by a white woman in Abuja. She hardly used it. Fantastic car. It was a big opportunity. I declined because wisdom was in place. Else by now, you'll have joined me in pushing it. <laughs> You will have joined me in what? Pushing. In pushing it. All of us will be, will be struggling and be sweating. You say, ah, Pastor, I don't think this is the will of God. Vehicles <laughs> <laughs> can take your life, praise God. <laughs> you, if you have never bought vehicle, you don't know what I'm talking about. That's why I say that it is what you have that you know about. Do you remember I first said that? It's what you have that you know about. It's what you have that is known. I saw somebody struggling with vehicle matter. I said, come. What is the problem? What is the problem? Because you can lose your life the way you are going. <laughs> Sometimes you have to abandon the business that is not working. Because if you sit down and have a deep, give the vehicle again, X10. Maybe it's the old one. Uh -huh, that's X10. No, no. Don't you think this one fits a man of God? <laughs> Don't you think it fits a man of God of my kind of person? I will have bought it since. But you see, I will have been dead since too. No, I am telling you truth. Because I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a neighbor who specializes in using BM. I called him. Because sometimes I think he has used BM to the point that he can handle some things himself. I called him, I told him, I said, I use wisdom to ask him. I said, How, what about you know, this? He said, you know, this German machine. He said good things about it. He now said, the only thing is, the only thing is, if you don't, if you don't know it, if you don't, if he's giving you a problem. <laughs> if you see this um, one Sunday, I just drove in. Vroom. If I lead a prayer, what do you say? Amen. Because your faith is attached to things. I'm still trying to rescue you from that. You know. So am I to now please you? Am I to now appear like something is working when it's not working? No, am I to appear like something is working when it's not working? When the thing is working my life out of order? <laughs> I'm just... I, let me 
sincere. That's it. So they've decided now, part of their goal, I live in Lekki. Now, you that you know you can't afford rent there, where you are, landlord is chasing you. It's not even wise. You, 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 it's not wise to confess that. It is wise to confess that you are productive. So that when you have more revenue, you can you won't even need to bother God with Lekki or VI or Ikoyi or Ogudu, GRA, praise God. You just go and rent it. The only thing is there's peace in your mind. There's a witness that you should go that direction. And you get what I'm saying? Because there are places you go, your next door neighbor, they are drug barons. When they came, when they come to raid the place, they will arrest you with them. And you'll carry that thing. And, uh, yes, yes, yes. So that's why you ask, you need a witness in your spirit. Don't just, next year is not a year you just jump. There are too many didn't believer. Don't be believer. Super believer. Or dead believer. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to, you have to, you have to be the witness. You, the wisdom of God is more profitable than the wisdom of man. Don't get a lunar we. Have you heard that before? <laughs> ah, thank God for my parents. By all means, they forced native intelligence into my brain. And you know, you can't be angry with your parents. You can't say they are no more your parents. You can't say you are leaving the home. Hey. All these ones that will correct people now, they'll be feeling somehow. On top of what? Nonsense. I correct you, you give me an attitude, I send you away. Next year, no nonsense. And I've started. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Go to verse 30 of that scripture. Power breaks, but wisdom resolve. Power breaks the lock, but wisdom unlock it. If we were translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the light, the kingdom of Jesus, by the power. You know it was power. Aha. Uh-huh. Bible says, let captivity captives. He broke whatever, took the keys of the Hades. Do you understand? Dealt with devil, dragged him on, along the streets with shame, nailed him, defeated him for us to be translated into the kingdom of God. So in the kingdom, there are things you use power for. And whenever you exercise power, the demonic and all those things are involved. But let me tell you something. The life we live most of the time in this kingdom just demand wisdom. Just demand wisdom. Just demand wisdom. That is why, let me, I'm sharing with you by the Spirit so that I will just close. Because I'm not, I'm not even near my core message. That is why most of the prayers of Paul centers around wisdom. Look at this. He was telling us, he said, both of him, you are in Christ Jesus. Oh, okay, let me, let me look at the prayer first. Then we'll go, we'll come to this so that we we'll understand this very well. It's, a, it's alarming that we even have this wisdom in our spirit, but we are not tapping into it. 
Go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. I pray that you'll be filled with the spirit of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. I pray that you'll be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Yes, that the highest of your understanding might be enlightened. Look at it. Verse 17 again. He says, I pray that you'll be filled with the spirit of wisdom. Spirit of what? Is it power? No. Can you be filled with the spirit of wisdom? These are believers. He, he, has, he has examined their life and realized that wisdom is lacking. And you see, if I give you a background of who the Ephesians were, it was a very lovely city, rich city, full of gold, full of riches, wealth. Are you getting what I'm saying? They've used this, the wisdom of the world, to be able to gather resources unto themselves. Now they got converted. They are now believers. That's why you see Paul talking about the riches of his glory. He was using what they had to explain what God has blessed them with. That's why Jesus Christ will come and be teaching and use illustration or parable and say that the kingdom of God is like a sower that sows seed. Do you understand? On different because farming was paramount, and people will be able to get the insight well when he used those kind of parables. So he said that you'll be given the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. This is, this is, this is deep. He's saying that photizo is light, revelation, and that translates to wisdom in the life of a believer. So you can pray for it, but most importantly, than praying for it is to interact with it. When you interact with the word of God, you are interacting with wisdom. You're fellowshipping with wisdom. Are you still here? You see, what I'm telling you, it's more important than Christmas. It's more important than New Year celebration. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's more, if I have my way, I will do everyday teaching on wisdom. And you'll be thinking and making conclusions every day. He said, when you are filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the highest of your understanding will be what? Enlightened. So that means there's light that dawn in your spirit. So you have highs of understanding. So why don't you understand? The eyes of your understanding, your understanding can see that you may know. Can you see that? That you may what? Uh-huh. Is it that you may break? There's nothing power in all these things. It's towards the, even in the end, he wants you to know the exceeding power, not to exercise the exceeding power, even though there's nothing wrong there. I think for that church, you're already exercising the power. Look at it. Say that you may know what is the hope of his calling. He said when you know it, you live a different life that you may know what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. One more scripture. One more verse. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Listen to me. He said, knowing the exceeding great power. Look at your neighbor. Say, no, 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 no. You see, let me tell you something. I found out that those who... Nobody just mistakenly stumbled into sources. There is a knowledge that precedes it. 
That's what I want to say. Look at all these comedians. They will have started as a kit. I mean, skit. They are making skits, and then people began to see that this guy, and they started following, started following, started following, started following. You know, one day they would do comedian fiesta or comedian festival, comedy festival, something like that. And they will invite the guy to come and do live show. Is that not? Now, you don't come on live show if you don't know. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that knowing will have been practiced behind the scene. Rehearsed, rehearsed. You will have even gained traction. You will have gained traffic. You will have gained approval behind the scene before it becomes public. I don't know if I guess what I'm saying. Think of whatever you are doing now. The reason why you're not showing is because you don't know enough. No. Knowing. 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 Maybe in the next teaching, I'll be able to teach you about three or four types of different knowledge so that you'll be able to apply it in them. We can focus on wisdom. Somebody is being deceived by a, a boy now or a girl now because they don't know. Because they don't know. And they, they operate in that foolishness to the point that those who know, wants to advise them, they don't want to go to them. You know, it's another thing. Sometimes when you really know, you will seek those who know better to cancel you. When you don't know at all, you do even have the arrogance assuming that you know and you don't want to listen to anybody. Foolishness is, sometimes it's not just ordinary. It's foolishness factorial. You see people who are foolish, they need counsel. They will go to their mate who is foolishness raised to power two to cancel them. <laughs> and they become a bunch of foolishness factorial or foolishness exponential. Walk with the wise, you'll be wise. The companions of fools, what does it say? We'll be destroyed. Any scripture I quote, please, next year, just put it. Walk with the wise, you'll be what? Wiser. In case you're not even wise, walk with the wise. Oh, okay, this thing I'm doing. Who is doing better at it? Oh, no, it's younger. They're all these small boys. Ah, he knows what you don't know. Sometimes foolishness is arrogant. It's proud. Yeah, you say, you know, I'm now 40. You know, he is 25. Ah, it will soon be teaching you compulsorily in the class. God can compel and force people that will humble you or you. Yes, it's not life, it's God that is forcing them. That's why you see people who seems not to have gone through the kind of training you go through, who seems not to have are you getting what I'm saying? Acquire what you have acquired. They don't have age on their, do you understand? You know, like that. They don't really have all the experience, but they are doing better than you. Then to humble yourself and learn. It's wisdom, simple wisdom. Are you doing it? One of the things I treasure about a, like a friend, a brother like that, is no matter what people will say against that guy, because we believe the controversial life, I still appreciate the fact 
that his heart is always want to learn. Ah, pastor, how did you produce this? I'm going with this copy. They say I should return it. I'm not returning it. We are reproducing it. I saw this thing. Pastor, how did you make it? He's coming to come and check it. This, I mean, that heart is not competitive. It's not, do you get what I'm saying? It's just want to learn. A proud, arrogant, competitive heart is not, it doesn't want to learn anything. No, I'm bullying up. He works with the wise men, will be wise, but the companion of fools will be the so fools have association. If you subscribe to the association, you are subscribing to destruction. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are subscribing to what? Destruction. And destruction might not be literally, it might not be literally, it might be loss of money, loss of uh, uh, whatever. Uh, loss of business, loss of time, loss of uh, trials, loss. Do you get what I'm saying? Companions of fools. Raise your right hand. Say, I refuse to be foolish. I refuse to be a fool. I am quickened in my spirit. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you blunt truth. Everyone in the scripture that moves to the next level, go and check it. There's something they name. Something they name. Even Bazalem that started doing this, God said, I have given him the spirit of give us Exodus chapter 31, verse 1. I see this thing doesn't just happen. Exodus chapter 31, verse 1. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Yes, see, I have called by my name Bezalel, the son of Hori, the son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah. Yes, you can have those credentials and be useless. The son of uh, the tribe of... Yeah, you're not true. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom. The dimension of wisdom. Look at it. Understanding and the knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. When I'm talking about different categories of wisdom, you will see that there are about two things here that is very common. Number one is the wisdom that is genosis, science. Science. That's why you see some people, they are highly innovative, creative. I saw a vehicle made in some part of Africa that runs on water. I have seen people in the east, people in the north, sometimes people in the south. They will create a vehicle themselves. I'm talking about local people. So these people didn't go anywhere. There's a young man who started extracting, was it fertilizer or something, from waste, rubber, whatever. He started uh, fuel, fuel, like petrol or diesel. He was getting diesel from the plastics. Plastics, disposed plastic, used plastics that they gather. Jonas, um, uh, sachet water, uh, 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 nylon, polythene, sachet water, whatever. And then was extracting diesel from it. He was poor. He dropped out of school. He said he started looking into things that are strange. And I listened to his interview. Look at it. And I filled him with the spirit of wisdom, 
the Spirit of God, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge in all manner of workmanship. Can you imagine? God is not disconnected from your daily activities. If you're a teacher, his wisdom wants to show your teacher. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you're a businessman, his wisdom wants to show your business. Most of the time, we're the one that is not permitting him. And I'm closing with this. See, ah, don't worry, I will continue later. Go to, go to, go to 1 Corinthians, or do me Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. I, I want you to know that this is a priority. If you are praying for next year, pray for wisdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. For this reason, we also, since the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you. It's talking about their faith. And to ask that you, be, you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. Kayakata, that's phronesis. There's a phronesis wisdom. When you function in the will of God without reasoning, the will, doing the will, crave for the will of God is your mindset. We will get there, don't worry. He said, of his will, in all wisdom, talk about it, whether marital, financial, some people just like spending. I think I've addressed that. Some people just, they don't have a financial education. You can get that in a school, in a training, but there's a financial education of the spirit that comes like a breeze. Look at it. He says, do not say that you will be filled with this, the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Karabatakaliate. Next, and it talks about that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work. Can you see that? It will always result in fruitfulness and increasing in the knowledge of God. You see that? Glory to God. Wisdom is key. Somebody say after me, say wisdom is key. The greatness or monumental progress of a man is a direct product of how wise he is. It's a direct product of how wise he is. Power can save. Power saves, but wisdom sustains and increases. Wisdom sustains and what? And increases. Wisdom sustains and increases. Okay, now, <laughs> let, me just, let me just end here. <laughs> Give us Ecclesiastic. What I wanted to share with you is your connection with wisdom. 7 verse 11 to 12. I will stop there. Ecclesiastic 7. A good man, let's read this together. 7 verse 11. 1, 2, 3, go. Wisdom is good with an inheritance and profitable to those who see the sun. Yes? For wisdom is a defense, money is a defense, but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those. <laughs> money doesn't give life. Bible says money is a defense. If you don't have money and you don't have wisdom, <laughs> you are finished. You are what? Finished. But it's difficult to have money 
in Christ and not have wisdom. Because God is not going to give you by magic. He's going to give you true knowledge. Because uh, what we expect power to do for us is magic. I just meet a white, a white man, or you meet a blue woman, and the woman just transfer $1 million. That's why you can be easily scammed. Magic. There is a product of the prayer. Uh, that 21 days was too powerful. This is an opportunity. Whereas it's, it's getting scammed. Yeah. Nonsense. So greedy. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. Inheritance is useless without wisdom. That's why God will want to train a child to become a son. One of the things that confirms or confers sonship on you is the wisdom you are working in. Look at it. I'm profitable to those who see the son for wisdom is a defense. Money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Verse 13. It gives life. You see, consider the work of God. Let's, let's leave the rest. Are you blessed? Yes. Lift up your hands and begin to bless God. Lord, I thank you for wisdom. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, I pray for everyone who are baptized with the spirit of your wisdom. Between now and the next service, your wisdom works in our lives. Lord, as the season is changing, Lord, we maximize the ending of this year and the beginning of next year. In the name of Jesus, we pray by the power of the Holy Spirit. I like what somebody said. He said, every problem is wisdom problem. Whatever challenge is in our life right now, we receive wisdom to solve it. Father, we thank you. Everyone that has come to worship you with a seed, with a partnership seed, with tithing, with, with offering, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, the wisdom, when you give like this, we activate the wisdom to have more. The wisdom to have more in you is activated in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You always have to give in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father.